my X-rated savage ladies and gentlemen. I hope you all are having a wonderful holiday season. And I'd like to thank you all for returning for another episode of the X-rated experience podcast. And for those new listeners, welcome. Get ready for enlightenment of the savage variety. So without any further ado, let's start the show. My X-rated savage ladies and gentlemen, we are here on another awesome episode of the X-rated experience podcast. I am your host, the Savage God. I would like to welcome back all the returning listeners. Of course, I hope you guys are having an awesome holiday season. And to all my new listeners, if this is your first time, then don't worry. We'll take it slow at first. (laughs) All right. Without any further ado, let's go ahead and get this started. So before we get into the topics of today's um, podcast, I just want to start off with asking this question how dumb are some of the criminals of today uh, due to the fact of the social media and all these outlets are out here um, now I ask that because I saw a, a story today on YouTube breakfast club uh basically what this young dumb african-american male did was uh, i don't know he was hired to basically uh, pick up bank deposits in the bank vault at an undisclosed wells fargo or whatever and he ended up taking a little bit more than what he was supposed to he basically took eighty-eight thousand dollars from this uh, Wells Fargo bank vault now honestly because of who I am and where I'm from like I used to be known as Mr. Finesse uh, for a reason so here's the thing though um, this is why well honestly I, I, I'm not because I'm not I'm not gonna judge anybody because I've said worse than what this young man has did and basically get it how you can but back when uh i was at my most wildest and i basically did what i had to do to survive i never ever i don't care uh what race the person was i don't care if they was black white whatever no i never stole from the people i never stole from hard-working people i didn't i don't care if that person made more than me or not that person still has to get up and feed his family if that person isn't in a special tax bracket with you know the rest of the assholes that doesn't really have to pay high taxes which baffles me they're rich why wouldn't they but anyway um if they're not within the matrix like a representative of the matrix like basically meaning like some big fucking 
monster apples or uh shit like that uh don't steal from hardworking people i basically patterned my whole criminal uh what do you call it my whole criminal repertoire off of um like john dillinger i'm sorry, doc, I'm sorry. john dillinger like fucking gangsters like that like Nucky Thompson, like gangsters like that, gangsters that didn't do anything to hurt the regular folks, you know what I'm saying, the middle class and the poor, you know, Robin Hood, rob from the rich, still uh, give to the poor, like, you know what I'm saying, so, and that's what this young man was doing, basically, he was taking like $400, $500 out of you know, certain Wells Fargo uh, customers, uh, whatever, whatever. So, like, A, that's why you deserve to fucking get caught. You're stealing from people who basically have to go to work and get that money deposited in whatever the case may be. Like, don't steal from the working class. You feel me? I don't give a fuck if they sit on the first floor of the fucking skyscraper or the top floor. Well, if they're in the middle, they cool. If they're on the top floor of the skyscraper, they're they they right. they pretty well off. But still from the system, not from the people. You know? And like I said, if he was just stealing from Wells Fargo, boom, bet. The bank got that money insured. They can get that back. But like, dude, you're stealing people money, like it's a good chance they might not get it back or they have to wait. Like so he basically walked away with eighty eight thousand dollars. Boom. Right? Now, <laughs> this generation kills me. So, if, like, let's say, hypothetically speaking, if it was me and my crazy days and me and my homeboy, like, the guys I grew up around, A, there was no social media like that. Well, it was Black Planet, but <laughs> there was no social media like that to go ahead and flex. Uh,. On a job well done, um, that's A. And B, we wouldn't go on social media and flex for a job of finesse well done of that magnitude. Dude, you stole $88,000 from Wells Fargo. When you're doing anything dealing with U.S. currency, you know who, who gets involved? You know who attention that gets? It's the Secret Service, you idiot. So... <laughs> this dummy basically was taking pics all on the gram of him and this money like dude you just supposed to pick up deposits from a vault why all of a sudden like this is the dumbest crime I'm baffled like it just I don't know it just made me want to go out there and commit a white collar crime just to show these kids how it's done but it's like I'm so glad I'm done with that dumb shit it's not even funny like and then on Facebook Live, he goes in and buys the highest fucking price Mercedes in cash in all hundreds and posted this. Like, dude, hey, man, at the end of the day, you wanted to get caught. That's first of all. Second of all, what made you think your black ass was going to get away with stealing $88,000 around the Christmas holidays? Like, A, the bank don't have cameras and shit, and 
B, people aren't going to call in when they notice a big-ass chunk of change is missing out of their account, and they can't buy their kids their Christmas gifts right now. So, man, hey, we've got to do better. Like, why are you snitching on yourself? By That's what you're doing when you post dumb shit like that to Facebook and Instagram. Hey man, I hope y'all, hey man, I hope y'all motherfucking, uh, no, the police got Instagram too. They got Facebook too. And guess what? They liking every picture y'all take. <sighs> Kids. But anyway, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. Uh, on that note, I just had to uh, vent off that. That was just stupid. Like, America, <laughs> this new generation, like, yo, y'all maybe you guys shouldn't run the streets because you're running wrong, man. (laughs) Oh, man. But when we come back on the Savage Gods X-Rated Experience, we're going to talk about adversity, starting a relationship off in adversity. Like, everybody has that superstition. If, hey, like, I started talking to this chick uh, while she had a dude or she started talking to me while I had a girl or basically she, like she was my best friend girl but I thought anything that basically started you guys off in the worst way with nothing but drama and adversity do you think the success rate is high because I know a lot of people always say well hey look at the way your relationship started out how'd you what you think was gonna happen I mean that did it does sometime ring true ask Chloe ask Chloe you know Tristan did not give a damn I mean he cheated on his baby mother with Chloe and see the there you go um but yeah man so hey but I'm gonna Go ahead. We're going to talk about my point of view when we come back. All that and more on the X-Rated Experience Podcast. My X-Rated Savage, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you all for being listeners of the X-Rated Experience Podcast. And I wanted to let you know if you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or if you follow the X-Rated experience page on instagram facebook twitter snapchat whatever the case may be you can go ahead and click the rss link to access all of the platforms that the x-rated experience is on so that includes apple spotify google and so many more so go ahead click that link so you can make sure you never miss an episode of the x-rated experience The Raging Rams Sports Podcast. Available on Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor before, it's a great place to make a podcast. If you're looking to express that creative side within you, it's free. It's easy to use. You can even create a logo and have your own personal website. You can even distribute your podcast over to Spotify, iTunes, and virtually every other host you can think of. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor. Welcome back, my X-Rated Savage, ladies and gentlemen. We are back here on the X-Rated Experience Podcast. I am your host, the Savage God himself, Pierre 
wishing every last one of you a very very merry christmas happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa happy boxing day uh whatever you celebrate on december 25th happy happy joy joy to you all right now we are about to get into our topic starting off your relationship in adversity that means all types of drama baby mama's coming out the woodworks chicks he was talking to at first a crazy ex-boyfriend she got crazy psycho dad that just got out of jail and he killed her last boyfriend so he after you like anything uh anything could have bought adversity man uh let I always say it depends on the couple um, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter with what like this person says, that person says, I don't care if it's their mother, their father, their friend, their auntie, their pastor, their uncle, their brother. It doesn't matter who it is. Nobody. And I mean, absolutely no one should have any type of say so a on your happiness b on the person you want to pursue and build something with like nah they are not you all right i always say and i still say to this day my friends and family in this in my life this is how i see it the movie is about me everybody else is literally just cast and crew not you know not saying i love you less no i ain't trying to say that but this ain't your life this is mine so what works for you may not work for me and what works for me may not work for you so yeah you know what i'm saying they say you only get one live your best life because i learned that at a young age like live your best life i was trying to live my best life before it was a thing like anything can happen in life that's the beauty of it so if the only way your relationship won't be as like successful or the only thing that can stop you in those situations is you now some of them are tricky situations all right some of them are like literally they're not innocent but they're innocent like you didn't cheat like with your best friend's wife or nothing like that like it could be something something as uh okay you and your homie known each other since you guys were in elementary school like his mother calls you son and vice versa what your mom calls him son uh he has a, he had a sister you guys all grew up together you grown up and uh yeah his sister is looking very attractive and you're very interested in said sister and let's say the sister is also into you so those like yo so those opposites attract like magnets and yeah so like it can be that now this tension because i my best advice for you is to get if that's your a1 from day one even if you guys have already slipped up and either had sex or you guys have like kissed or whatever or already went on the first date and didn't tell them 
still go to him and if you feel like he's going to go somewhere with his sister you owe him like you go to him tell him what it is we're grown you know what i'm saying like i don't know how he's gonna take it it's not up to me but like i said but it will be tension there now you might lose a friend you know what I'm saying? It might be animosity every time you guys see each other now. And ladies, the same thing can happen. Vice versa. You can talk to your homegirl, brother, or cousin, or whatever the case may be. Or you can talk to uh, two brothers, but it was like years apart or a, like same thing, like anything. But like, because I feel like those like relationships that starts like that, literally, like you have to be like it had it has to be something within the relationship to make it go bad because if it's something of that like it was still respectful then like it shouldn't be no reason uh that you guys feel so horribly only it, you guys will be the only reason because when it's adversity of that nature like after the dust settles cuz like i said you were respectful you told people that needed to know and now you guys are pursuing something like I said, we're all grown. We're all mature. Well, most of us are mature. As long as he sees you treating his sister right. And like I said, as long as she sees you treating her brother right, then it's, it, it, like, it should work out, you know? But those that start in of the adversity brand of, okay, she was your best friend's wife. <laughs> like, oh, she was your brother's wife or your cousin's wife or he was your uh, sorority sister's husband. Whatever the case may be, it starts off that type of, averse, <laughs> of adversity. Slim, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it, what goes around does come around, okay? Um, you just better hope it doesn't come back in the form of uh, now he's... Uh, cheating on you and he bought you back crabs <laughs> or you caught her sucking dick in the bar parking lot uh, and you know what I'm saying or anything like she stole all your money from your savings account I don't know like anything like now those those have a dark cloud over it no matter if it was unintentional whatever the case may be it's a dark cloud due to the fact that you have to get your receipt because at the end of the day, there was casualties hurt and you have to pay for it. You might not pay for it in your relationship ending or something bad happening to you. It could be something else that happens, but your job, both of you guys job is to make sure it's natural relationship that suffers. Because sometimes, like I said, it's, it's not, it's a very fair percentage of relationships that starts off that way that actually succeeds. Um, I was, I thought it was going to be slim, but it was actually fair. Um, I don't know what they say, like 40 some percent. Yeah. So I love, I don't, if a relationship to me starts off in adversity or if it's like off kills or something, oh, I'm loving it because we're going through stuff early to see if we will have the mindset to get through things together so it's like boom like <laughs> teach you how to swim but i'm just kicking you straight into the deep end um so it it can make you guys stronger at the end of the day if you're two like-minded people 
if you're going into this type of adversity of where someone was cheating or someone was hurt and you are still young minded, both of you are, or just one of you are, it's going to end bad because yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you have to be mature enough to handle things of this nature, you know, and everybody can't claim that, but we try, don't we? We try. Um, Hey, I gotta, before I even get into the conclusion, um, I got a question, a real, real, real awesome question, uh, because, <laughs> like, I was going over, like, you know how they say, when you're at, like, if you're a dog, or if you're basically just running through women, uh, you're gonna lose and regret losing one of a, like one or two of the good ones. Like I know I lost some good ones, but <laughs> when it comes to regretting, <sighs> I literally out of all of the women I have dated in my life, no matter if it was a fling, a one-night stand, a fucking long-term relationship, a short-term relationship, a out-of-nowhere situationship, mutual masturbation partners, whatever the case may be, <laughs> I literally only regret losing two women out of my whole life only two and we will get into that more on the next savage gods x-rated experience podcast where the topic will be a basically have you ever regretted losing someone out of your life and much more on the next episode of the X-Rated Experience Podcast. So, on that note, my X-Rated Savages, beware, be fair, and always, always be savage. <laughs>